Joining me now from Milford Asset Management is Caitlin Parker. Hey, Caitlin. Hi, Heather. How are you? I'm well, thank you. So the Reserve Bank, right, we got the double hike we expected, but what we didn't expect, I think, was the Reserve Bank forecast that the OCR would hit close to 4%. How did the markets react to that? Yeah, look, the market reaction, it really all did stem from that higher OCR track that you mentioned. So you take the bond markets, and despite the bond markets being very much aware that this double hike was coming, the higher forecast has pushed wholesale rates higher on the back of it today. Um, looking at the share market, you know, the higher track, it's, it's bad for interest rate sensitive names like property companies and companies that are leveraged to the housing market like retirement operators and, and such a building, for example. And these share prices are down on average about 2% today. The currency did move higher on the back of it, but, you know, ultimately we actually could see it weaken when the market digests the news um, from today and realizes that you know, higher interest rates will actually weaken our economy. So if this track does transpire, and that, that really is a big if, it would increase the chance of an economic downturn more severe than the market's already expecting. And, and you know, that would put further pressure on equities and the currency markets. You sound a little sceptical about the RBNZ's pro- projections for the OCR. Why is that? Yeah, look, the RBNZ, they were the first cab off the rank in terms of central banks globally to start hiking. So you could argue that they will be the first to blink if the economy does weaken substantially. And, you know, the market has already done a lot of the work. So in theory, the RBNZ doesn't actually have to deliver all this tightening that they're forecasting. And, you know, the economy, you know, it's it's facing so many headwinds right now. And the pace and the vast amount of tightening in their forecast, you know, that will have significant consequences for housing, the consumer, and economic growth in general. But, you know, it is worth noting that the RBNZ, they do retain flexibility. They'll reassess every meeting. And doing more now, it does give them more power in the back pocket to stimulate the economy and cut rates down the line if, if the economy does turn ugly. But for now, their stance is, is very much maintaining that their priority is on, on curbing this inflation. Hey, you mentioned consequences for the housing market, right? Uh, the bank thinks we will see a 15% drop there. Do you reckon that's about right? Look, house prices are extremely difficult to predict, and I don't think anyone would have predicted the increases that we got during the pandemic. But yes, it is very much conceivable. We've already seen 5% of this 15% drop that they are forecasting since the end of last year. And there's a lot of headwinds facing the housing market, a major one being mortgage rates, which we could likely see move higher again on the back of today's news with a shift higher in wholesale rates, albeit they still are below the peak. But stress testing has been done by the banks in terms of mortgage repayments at higher levels of interest rates. But you'll still see massive pullback in spending and you know belt tightening, which again is another headwind. But as it stands today, Adrian Orr, he's still standing by what he said in April on the housing market. And that's that the Orbeans that are happy that the housing market is moving towards a more sustainable level. But ultimately, they're not going to want a housing market collapse, given how leveraged this economy is um, to housing in New Zealand. And, you know, it's so quick, the transmission in New Zealand from higher rates into consumption. But the key question of investors that it's still not answered is, is how far are the Orbeans willing to test the economy? And Unfortunately, today, we didn't get any confidence in in that answer. Brilliant. Caitlin, thank you for running us through that. Caitlin Parker of Milford Asset Management.